Hey everyone, we're going to go through the MBS Highway, your trusted source for mortgage market intelligence. This is their Road Signs uh, weekly newsletter. If you don't currently have a subscription with MBS Highway and you're not listening to Barry Habib tell you what the heck is going on each and every day, you really should be. Um, we are going to review this together and look at the, uh, this is for the newsletter for 12-12-2022 and we're going to go back into the week of December 5th, 2022. And we do this just to make sure you're aware of what's going on and uh, usually these things go from 15 to 20 minutes at most. Try to keep it entertaining and enlightening, so here we go. This is for the week of, of December 5th, 2022 in review. So reports on home prices, inflation, and unemployment highlighted a relatively quiet economic calendar while recession signals continue flashing. Read on for these crucial stories. I'm going to tell you what these crucial stories are, and here they go. Wholesale inflation hotter than, expect than anticipated. Are home prices still forecasted to appreciate? Continuing jobless claims reach a 10-month high, and more recession signals flashing. Guys, there is a great recipe coming up. Uh, in the middle there, so stay tuned for that. So the first story is wholesale inflation hotter than anticipated. The producer price index, the PPI, which measures inflation on the wholesale level, rose by a higher than expected 0.3% in November. On a year-over-year -year basis, the PPI decreased uh, from an upwardly revised 8.1% down to 7.4%. While this was also a little higher than expected, 0.7% still represents a meaningful decline the core PPI, which strips out volatile food and energy prices, was also hotter than expected, but the annual figure decreased from 67 to 6.2%. So what's the bottom line here? Even though wholesale inflation was hotter than expected last month, the annual readings are still moving lower in the right direction. In addition, year-over-year -year, consumer inflation is also expected to show a decline when November's consumer price index is reported this week, which could be good news. Besides causing higher inflation, I'm sorry, besides causing higher prices, inflation is the archenemy of fixed investments like mortgage bonds or other annuities because it erodes the buying power of a bond's fixed rate of return or an annuity's fixed rate of return. Uh, if the inflation is rising, investors demand a rate of return to combat the faster pace of erosion due to inflation causing interest rates to rise as we've seen this year. So remember, guys, inflation. We are in a balancing act, right, where the Fed's trying to raise short-term interest rates to cool down the economy so that we have lower risk of inflation. We were at like 2% or less than 2% for a super long time, which, you know, got us going super hot as an economy and kept mortgage bond, uh, mortgage bond prices high, which kept mortgage uh, interest rates low. We then see the flip. And so, again, if you're watching live, you can watch this thing change throughout. This is a live ticker. Um, but we're kind of in this narrow channel. Uh, we've been watching this now for uh, more than a few weeks. So we'll see how this goes this week with the, uh, with the new information coming out. Are home prices still forecasted to appreciate? CoreLogic released their home price index report for October, showing that home prices declined by 0.1% from September but they were still 10.1% higher when compared to October of last year. This annual reading declined from 11.4% in September, but it's still solid. More importantly, CoreLogic forecasts that home prices will remain flat in November and rise 4.1% in the year going forward, which is an increase from 3.9% in the previous report. So what's the bottom line here? 
CoreLogic's latest annual forecast is important to note because 4% appreciation can still be meaningful. We've gone through this example a few times, but if you bought a home for $400,000 today and put $40,000 or 10% down at a 4% annual appreciation, you're still going to gain $16,000 on that $400,000 house. So in effect, it's still a 40% return on that investment because of leverage, which is the whole reason to buy real estate with somebody else's money. Leverage, leverage, leverage. All right, next story. Continuing jobless claims reach a 10-month high. So uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, go ahead and get over to the right spot to watch the video. But on the screen, it's our favorite three states that always have the largest claims because they got a bunch of people losing jobs, which is not cool. Uh, California, 53,000. New York, 24,000. And Texas, 19,000 as reported. So the number of people filing for unemployment benefits for the first time rose by 4,000 in the latest week as 230,000 initial jobless claims were reported across the country. Continuing claims, which measure people who continue to receive benefits after their initial claim is filed, saw another large increase of 62,000 to now 1.671 million. Listen, if you've never filed unemployment, I have. If you've never filed unemployment, there is a gap. So if you if you get, this is one thing that nobody teaches you in school, but the moment you get terminated from your position, you should immediately file for unemployment. Immediately. Unless you have a signed contract in your hand, go file unemployment immediately. Know your employer is not going to guide you. Why? Because they have to start paying out too. So go get your unemployment file for it. Worst case, you're denied for some whatever reason, but you got to file. So this um, spot where this uh, measurement saw another increase of 62,000 of people who continue, this means that they initially filed, but then they they haven't found a job yet. So they continue to get claims uh, um, and receive jobless claims benefits or unemployment benefits. And that's what this is all about. So uh, what's the bottom line here? So the initial jobless claims represents a new crop of people filing for unemployment benefits, and the data suggests that it's becoming harder for many to find a job once they're let go. This is evidenced by continuing claims, which now have risen 300, by 307,000 since the beginning of October to the highest level since February. So it's December 12th right now, so really it's October, November, and now we're basically one week into December. Um, you can see that that jump going up there, right? If you, again, if you're seeing this on screen, you can see it plain as day. Uh, next story is more recession signals are flashing. We see more inversions of the yield curve, including the two-year yields moving higher than the 10-year yields last week to reach their deepest inversion since 1981. If you've seen this, if you've been watching me for a couple of weeks now, we've been talking about yield inversion curves. And this is when your short-term rates are higher than your longer-term rates. Normally, it's like this. If you see me on screen, it's an upward facing, you know, you don't want it looking like a hockey stick, but you want it upward facing, like you maybe you learned in school, if, if you tell, if you went to uh, math classes and you saw like an upward curve. When you see an inverted curve, that means that that's a signal that, hey, we might be headed towards a recession. So we've also seen the three-month and the one-year yields move higher than the 10-year yields. Excuse me, this is unusual, as typically you would expect to receive a higher rate of return if you put your money towards 10 years as compared to three month or one year, right? Uh, an upside down yield curve has been historically accurate uh, recession indicator as it is a symptom that the economy is slowing. 
Meanwhile, recession signals are flashing in other areas of the economy as well, including in the manufacturing sector. The Chicago PMI, Producer Manufacturer Index, which measures activity in that region, plummeted to 37.2 in November, below estimates and well into contraction territory, which is seen when the readings fall below 50. Another sign that things are slowing has come via the Business's Roundtable's fourth quarter CEO Economic Outlook Survey, which showed that hiring's Hiring plans fell 17 points to 61. So CEOs were like, whoa, we better slow down our hiring. Uh, Business Roundtable noted that the, quote, results reflect a softening economy that has tempered CEO plans and expectations for the next six months. The results signal CEOs re, uh, that remain cautious amid persistent domestic and global economic headwinds, including high inflation and the Fed measures required to tame it, close quote, a.k.a higher rates, right? That's what the Fed, that's one of the things the Fed can do. Lastly, the Philadelphia Fed or uh, Federal Reserve does a quarterly survey asking, quote, professional forecasters, close quote, the probability of a recession in the next four quarters, it is now almost twice what it was prior to the Great Recession. Professional forecasters tilt to the bullish side of the, optimi uh, of the optimism street. When 43% of them think a recession is likely within the next year, we should pay attention. So the family hack of the week, December 13th, which is tomorrow, is National Cocoa Day. But you don't need to wait for the holiday to enjoy this decadent recipe from the Spruce Eats, perfect for parties since it serves eight. If you have parties of eight, this will work for you. So in a three-quart slow cooker or large, large saucepan, so I call them crockpots, uh, anyway, you're going to add in six cups whole milk, two cups heavy cream, quarter cup sugar, one and one half teaspoon pure vanilla extract, one and one half cups dark or semi-sweet chocolate chips. I go for the dark. Three tablespoons regular or Dutch processed unsweetened cocoa powder, and one cinnamon stick. You stir all that stuff to combine it. Cook on low for two hours, stirring about uh, 15 minutes in the beginning and then every 30 minutes to make sure the chocolate chips don't scorch as they melt because they'll sink to the bottom and they'll scorch, a.k.a. burn. Um, they'll stick to the bottom and it gets gooey and it's yucky to clean. Um, ladle the hot cocoa into mugs and top with mini marshmallows, whipped cream, and a dash of cinnamon, chocolate shavings, or your favorite cocoa topping. Sounds good. So what are we looking for this week? The Fed's two-day meeting begins Tuesday, that's tomorrow, with the monetary policy statement and the press conference coming on Wednesday, that's in two days. The Fed is expected again to hike its benchmark Fed funds rate to help cool inflation, and the Fed will see the latest data on consumer inflation when the Consumer Price Index, also known as CPI, for November is released ahead of its meeting on Tuesday. Investors will closely be watching their actions and commentary, commentary especially. <laughs> Also on Tuesday, the National Federation of Independent Business Small Business Optimism Index will show us how small business owners were feeling last month. I know myself as a small business owner, we're feeling pretty good, but I'm in a very, very narrow sector of business, and that's just because uh, I'm feeling good about what we're doing as a company. Uh, I'm worried about a lot of our peers in the financial industry um, at large, so um, it depends on the question. Um, I would would reflect my, my optimism on that index. Uh, Thursday brings November's retail sales data and the latest job uh, jobless claims, plus December's manufacturing data for the New York and Philadelphia regions will provide an important update on that sector. Investors will also be closely watching the Monday's 10-year note 
and Tuesday's 30-year bond auctions for the level of demand. High demand means really good, and that means that this number hopefully goes green. Low demand or uh, represents a weak auction, and that means that number probably gets larger in the red. Larger in the red means that the cost of um, uh, the cost of these mortgage-backed securities at the 30-year five-and-a-half coupon, um, the cost goes up, um, and that's not a good thing. That means that um, money's getting more expensive, and that means rates are going up. So I um, hope everybody's having a great day, and I hope you have a great week. And thank you very much for always paying attention to this market update that we are doing. Again, this information is sourced exclusively from the MBS Highway, who's your trusted source for mortgage market intelligence. Like I've been saying all along, if you haven't uh, checked this out and you want to see what's going on uh, with regards to uh, mortgage market intelligence, you got to check out mbshighway.com. Thanks, guys. Take care.